We're going to uh, pray and then we're just going to launch straight into what this Bible verse is talking about. Is that okay? So Father God, I thank you for your word and I thank you God for your children. I thank you Lord for your kingdom and Lord I thank you today that we can come with fresh eyes to your word and open hearts to hear from you. In Jesus name, Amen. Amen. So I don't know if the older ones have got the uh, bingo now. Um, If there's any adults who would like a go as well, you've got to shout preach it if you get a whole row. Okay, so I'm listening out. So if someone just shouts preach it, that's what's happened. They've got bingo. Is that okay? So there might be some words on there like kingdom. Maybe. I don't know. You have a little look. But hopefully we'll get through. So the Bible verse, I've got a message version here. One day children were brought to Jesus in hope that he would lay hands on them and pray over them. The disciples shoot them off, but Jesus intervened. Let the children alone. Don't prevent them from coming to me. God's kingdom is made up of people like these. After laying hands on them, he left. What an amazing verse. And this is an encounter with Jesus. Now, what's important about this encounter is it was for the children. Who's a, chil- who's a children in here? Who's a child? Are you a child? Yeah? Are you a child? What about you, Liz? Are you a bit of a child as well? A heart? Yeah, a little bit. I am. I am. Sarah, I can see that, John. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who else relates to being a bit of a child sometimes? Yeah. Absolutely. And actually, God asks us to come to him like children, doesn't he? But Jesus, in this point, was absolutely open and welcoming children. But there's something quite significant with this, because the people knew to bring the children to him. Isn't that right? Why is that? Well, I think it's important to realize that they knew who Jesus was. Isn't that right? And when they know who Jesus is, they've had an encounter with him. Do you know, there's no going back, folks. Who agrees with me on that? Is there any going back once you met Jesus? No. Hey, that's better. No, there isn't, is there? It's great. There is no going back. And maybe these were parents. Maybe they were grandparents. Maybe they were friends of the children that brought them forward because they knew Jesus could transform their lives. Right. We know that Jesus can transform lives. That's why we're doing a family service today, isn't it? Because we are all out for our children and our young people. Now, the family service is because it's for all of us. And this doesn't exclude any ages at all. Because the kingdom of God is for all. So, laying on hands... Why was it important that Jesus was going to lay hands on the children? Was it because he was going to tickle them? No. Was it because he was going to rub their hair? Well, he might have done. I don't know. What it was, it was spiritual. He was going to bless them and pray for them. He was going to pray a blessing of God on Now, that's not a fickle thing. That's not just a little bit of a, oh, yeah, that's cool. No, the Lord Jesus was going to bless their children. He was going to bless their children. Jesus, Son of God, God, man, was going to bless children. Do you get it? 
Yeah? That is so significant because he'd been healing, he'd been miracle making, he'd been showing the people the way, but the children needed to know he was the life, the truth, and the way. So, it was exposure to Jesus that changed those children's lives. And he knew that that needed to happen. So let me tell you a little bit of a story. Yesterday, I was cycling with my two children, my eldest two, Bay and Ocean. Bay and Ocean both are on bikes with no stabilizers. It's really frightening. <laughs> Come on, kids. Hey. And we're going down the roads, got on the paths, quiet roads. And there are different points of the journey that I need to be in front of them. There are different parts of the journey I need to be behind them, and sometimes I just need to be in the middle of them. And sometimes we have to stop, and that's okay. Now I tell you this because in different parts of the journeys of our children's lives, our young people's lives, as parents, as grandparents, as church, we need to be behind them, we need to be in front of them, and we need to be amongst them. So as a church, we need to be behind our children, so that's picking up the pieces when it all goes wrong. That's encouraging them. Do you know what? It's okay. Jesus can help you with this. Sometimes we need to be in front of them. How we worship, how we show our exuberance of love to God. Can I guarantee you something? Children are watching. Children are watching. And I had the privilege today to stand at the back. I don't usually get that privilege. Guess what? I was watching. And I was thinking, the temperature of the room, our children need to see that there is a church engaged and loving him with everything. Because that is what it is to lead as a church. And our children will follow. They will. And it's important for these little souls that when they were brought to Jesus, he didn't say, oh, well, you know, it's... (laughs) It's lunchtime, actually. Uh, um, you know, oh, I'm a bit tired from the week, so I'm just going to stand here quietly. Now, I know we all worship in different ways. I'm not saying that. But children can see authenticity. Children can see the real deal. And that's really important. Now, why is this important that we allow children to experience the real deal? Well, why do you think it's important? Let me tell you a story. I was at a new wine gathering just up the road in Shepton Mallet. Um, I couldn't tell you how many years ago this was. But I had the privilege of being in the prayer tent with a large children's group. Um, there was probably, I think, about 250 to 300 children all in this room. It was incredible. And the whole week they were learning about Jesus, of this Holy Spirit, of what Father God's heart was for them as children. And the prayer tent was to kind of bring it all together. So if they had any questions, anything that they wanted to pray for, that they could come to. This little lad, he must have been eight or nine, came in and as the worship was going on, something was happening in, this, in the place. He came in and he started to prophesy. Yes, he started to tell me what was going to happen there and then. And now I didn't know that that's what he was doing. He was telling me this. He was saying, um, I just see God coming into the room here. The doors open 
the wind blows in and all the children get up and start singing and shouting, hallelujah, hallelujah, God is good, hallelujah, God is good. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. He's telling me this story. And I thought, wow, what, what do you reckon? He said, well, God talks to me, he said. I'm like, does he? Me being really sceptical, I'm going to be honest. I was a young man, younger man then. And to be honest with you, I thought, yeah, God, yeah, you're great. But I didn't quite realise that this lad was sent there today to actually teach me something. And what it was is God was using him. Because literally, two minutes as he's still chatting to me, the doors open. There's a wind. The kids jump up on their feet and start shouting, Hallelujah, hallelujah, God is good. And in that moment, I was like, Oh, Lord, Lord, that boy is hearing from you. And I judged, I made opinions, and I put God into a box that day. And I put that boy into a box. That boy um, laughed. (laughs) He laughed because he knew how clearly he heard from God. And children do, folks. Children do. And by example, we have an opportunity to show them just what it is to live in the presence and purpose of Jesus. And his Holy Spirit. I was so shocked that I was a bit like the disciple that day. Jesus, you're busy with the people. You don't need the children. I was like the disciple. I don't know if anybody here feels like that sometimes, especially maybe even on services like this. Oh no, not that song again. That's such an annoying kid's song. I don't know. I really don't know. But God has taught me something. And I hope today we can journey together because I love that our church is full of families. I absolutely love it. We've been here 10 weeks and our family, we have three children ourselves. It's lovely to be somewhere where we feel safe and engaged with Jesus. I want to talk how sometimes the structure can inhibit. What I mean by that is sometimes... We as a church, the church, can get it wrong. Sometimes we can be like those disciples and we can say, not today, children. But, you know, I've heard it said, the children are the future of the church. Has anybody heard that? They're the future of the church. Well, folks, that's not true. They are the church. God's kingdom are for those like these. That's what Jesus said. So um, we were just driving along the road the other day and we came to a very long ford. Does anybody know where this long ford is near here? In Wookiee, yeah? Tony, yeah, and Yvonne, yes. And that Ford, um, fortunately, there's a sign saying not suitable for motor vehicles. Now, I know for a fact that my father has driven through that Ford So I know that it was passable. Now, I don't know how passable, but this was a long time ago. He drove all the way through. And I have no idea how. I think he had one of those Citroens cars that pumped up and he could go really high. But I've walked along there the other day and I saw how deep that water was. And there is no way you're going to come out alive. No, I mean, you're not going to come out dry. You're going to be you're going to sink. There you go. Sink. 
you're going to sink. And uh, did I say that it was at the Bath and West showground, that new wine gathering? No. Just thought I might say that. I don't know. Is there anything else? How deep? It was very, um, very deep. It was very uh, a lot of depth to the water. Yeah. Hey, come on, I love it. So, how many more have you got, man? You, hey, this is good. That's good because I'm nearly finished. That's good. That's good news. What I realised walking down that ford was that ford was designed along the river to allow cars to drive along. Now it's probably only tractors now because they're bigger. Okay. So, think of this picture bigger, older, okay, just link those two, bigger, older, car, smaller, children, okay. The purpose of the Ford, unfortunately, over time, had been eroded. The water had got it to a depth that was impassable for a smaller vehicle, okay. The structure can inhibit what we do, And I know here as a church, we are open to see what God wants to do with our children and our young people. And I want that to be a check. I want us to remember, does this allow our children to engage? Does this allow us as parents to speak encouragement, to walk with them on that cycle journey? Are they following? Or have they kind of wandered off, stopped? Have they gone ahead? Bay yesterday went ahead and I couldn't shout. I was like, Bay, Bay. She was gone. She didn't look back. Children are adventurous, you know. Do you know children will go further than any of us can? Do you know that? If, if our platform, if our ceiling is here, that can be their platform. And you know, their walks with Jesus, I've seen it firsthand how children can just get it. They're not hung up like us. They, they don't have all the like, well, did Jesus really walk on water? Well, the science behind that's ridiculous. Really? Come on. Children are like, yeah, he did. He did. And you know, Jesus can use them mightily because of that. So why do I tell you, tell you these things? What is it that structure Jesus was asking us to do? I think it was to take risk. I think it was us to let down some of our safeguard barriers around these things that go, do you know, we are too constrained sometimes. We want to help young people serve. You know, there's something in serving in church that helps you belong. Who remembers as a young person helping? Yeah, preach it, another one, come on. Who remembers serving in church? You know, I can pretty much say that the reason why I stand here today still walking with Jesus at the age of 34 years old is because people took a risk with me and they let me do the things of God and and let me have a go. I believe that and I believe that we have that opportunity with our children and our young people. It is the exposure. It does take training, it does take equipping and it will take us to have a go with it. We might get it wrong. But another story, and this is for every child in here, and I, I don't know if this is what you've done before, but I had a friend that prayed for me. She was eight years old, and I'd been suffering with a chronic illness for five years, 
and it completely messed up my life, to be honest, with so many reasons. I just couldn't get past it. It was just a blockage, and it affected my spiritual life and everything. And this eight-year-old was learning what it is to pray in the name of Jesus. She walks up to me. I was fed up with people praying for me. It's five years. You know, you would be fed up with people praying for you. God hadn't moved. I was fed up. I was like, why God? You know, we sung it this morning, didn't we? He's still moving. He's still working, even if I can't see it or feel it. But this young lass walked over to me, put her hand on my knee and said, be well in Jesus' name. That day, my life was transformed. My chronic illness vanished overnight, literally. And I, the next week, my illness was like a chronic fatigue. The next week, we were on holiday. We didn't even book a hotel. We just went hotel to hotel, which I would never have done in the state I was in because of the anxiety that it brought went and just traveled over the Lake District. We put a tent in the back of the car. It was when me and Steph were first married. I think we were married a year or something like that. Put a tent in the back of the car just in case we can get a hotel. What were we thinking? This was like April in the Lake District. It's freezing. And do you know what? We climbed Scarfell Pike. And I know to this day, that prayer, Jesus healed me. Jesus healed me because of the faith of that child. We have a responsibility to lead, to pick up the pieces, to be in the middle of the mess with our children and young people. And it will cost. It will be messy. But the reward is the kingdom is for such as those. And it's for their little hearts. It's for their lives. And we are excited as a church where that will lead us. And we're excited for this city where that will lead the city. So would you stand with me and would you pray for our children and young people? And I'm wondering if there are any brave children that would like to pray for the church. If there is, just come down the front. If there's not, that's fine. But if there's any brave young children, young people would like to pray for the church, we would love it if you would pray for us. We're going to pray for our children. We're going to pray for the leaders. We're going to pray for the parents. We're going to pray for the grandparents, the aunties and uncles, the church that what we have here is precious. So Jesus, we thank you for all you are. Father God, we thank you that you show us what it is to be a father. And Holy Spirit, we thank you that you lead us. Lord, we think of our children, our youth. And Lord, we lift them to you this morning, Jesus. Father, would you pour out your presence in their life, God, that they would be world changers. Lord, it isn't because they have a message of climate change, but Lord, that they have a message of you, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, and that would bring more change. That would bring a depth of change. Lord, that there would be children in this very church, Lord, that need a fresh encounter with you. Lord, that they might not have experienced your love yet, Lord. Father, I pray your spirit would pour out on their lives today. Lord Jesus, for the parents, the grandparents that might need that touch as well of you. Lord Jesus, I pray for your encounter with you this morning, Lord, that without that authenticity of an encounter with you, Jesus, we don't know really who we bring the children to. But Lord, we pray for ourselves. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to be in the mess. You would help us to pick up the pieces and you would help us to lead. Lord, that when it doesn't go our way, it goes your way, God. And if that's for the children, Lord, we 
pray your blessing on it, Lord, and we say yes to you. Lord, give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, and give us hearts to lean into you and to trust you in this journey. And Father, for each young person here, Lord, this week, would you do a significant work in their life that as they speak to their friends, as they're in school, Lord, that their little light would shine brighter than anything else because of you, Jesus. In your mighty name, amen.